0: Let's get started. Here is your host, Vincenzo Toscano.
1: Welcome to a new episode of the Commerce Lab by Comsi. My name is Vincenzo Toscano, and welcome to a new session of questions and answers for everybody joining for the first time. We're doing these sessions every Tuesday at 5 p.m. GMT time, and this session is basically to discuss. News in the Amazon space and also to bring you the answer for all the questions you guys been sending us for the last couple of days and also answer your questions here in live to help you scale and grow your brand on Amazon. So before we get started with today's episode. um, I just as I do with every single session that we do every Tuesday to remind you to go check out our last episode um basically youtube podcast channels and all the different platforms that we have where we share our content and like yesterday, we just shared a new episode where basically we go in depth uh, around how you can use Merchant Spring, which is an amazing tool to manage multiple marketplaces at the same time, and which you can actually also integrate with other e-commerce marketplaces. And it's a great platform if you are looking to expand your Amazon e-commerce business and you need one point of connection for all that data. So, also before we get started with today's episode and uh, i also wanted to quickly remind to everybody that is uh, here in the uk uh, that on the 20th of october i'm going to be speaking here in brighton amafest uk so you can find your tickets uh, there if you're here looking forward to see you there in brighton and also for everybody here in london this thursday actually thursday the 30th of june uh, Perpetra is going to be doing an event here in the London, so it's going to be around networking and also talking around PPC strategies and things that I definitely think are going to be very useful for Amazon sellers in general. So if you also want to join that session, let me know. Uh, I will be more than happy to send you the information so you can get your ticket for that, okay? Awesome. So let's get started with uh, some of the questions we've been receiving for the last couple of days. Also, if we receive any, any question in live, I'm gonna answer that. And then if I also see some specific uh, question that can divert to or specific topics that I would like to touch during this episode as well, I will also do it uh, during this uh, transmission, okay? So I'm gonna start by putting some of the question in the screen and we can then get started to today's session. So let's get started. Uh to bring some of the questions in the screen, so we can then start covering uh, all of them. Um, Okay, so I think um, the first question uh, um, of the day is, what are the best campaigns for launching new ASINs? So usually the best type of campaigns, and I've covered this on uh, other episodes in in the past, uh, when it comes to launching new products into Amazon, I believe the best campaigns that you can create is be very aggressive on the campaigns that you want to rank on, right? And campaigns, sorry, I mean keywords. So why do you want want to do that? Because it's super important that you position your product on the main keywords uh, during the honeymoon period, because at the end of the day, if you position your product strong enough, when it comes to basically the keywords that relate to your niche and your product, that's gonna help you succeed uh, when it comes in the long term and not rely so much on what we call a PPC. So uh, that means the first thing that you wanna do when you create your, initial ppc campaigns made an in-depth analysis of what the competition is doing right so basically analyze a uh, what other competitors are ranking organically what the keywords are bringing the most sales for uh, these competitors um and basically the way um, you sh- you can definitely find uh, this is by using tools such as helium 10 right or son both amazing tools so basically what you can do um is you can go and analyze your top competitors and also the, analyze which are the keywords they are getting the most sales and usually the best way to analyze which are these keywords is by simply finding which are the keywords where they're ranking on page one well, if you even want to go even further in terms of analyzing this data and then understanding things such as the ranking juice the saturation of some of these keywords and the competition you can then also use a tool called data that which is by Brandon John, amazing tool we also use it and it's an amazing way to understand which are the most important keywords you should be focusing from day one so realistically what you want to do is you want to focus in the campaigns that have the highest chance of your ranking up and there is less competition but at the same time they, they have a um, considerable high uh, search volume so you want to start with your manual campaigns usually you want to start with exact uh, phrase um, broad campaigns. Uh, when it comes to placing a uh, keywords, make sure you do it strategically in terms of the search volume, and also you want to avoid having very competitive keywords combined with other very competitive keywords because we know they eat each other budget. So make very good segmentation of keywords and campaigns, and um, and you want to have those campaigns from day one exact phrase and broad on your top performing keywords for sure. You want to make sure that. The keywords you're adding in this case in your exact match campaigns, you want to have them negating your face and So basically, the face abroad are going to use your initial uh, exact uh, keywords basically as a research seed keyword instead of targeting the same exact match, which you're already going to be doing with your exact campaigns. Other campaigns you can try, which Sometimes it depends on the budget of the client. Some clients want to go very aggressive and explore multiple things from day one. You can also explore doing category targeting, basically tra- targeting your subcategories. This usually means targeting other ASINs. So you can also filter down based on the reviews, based on the price, and um, also based on brands, for example, if you want to do that. Then what you can do is also pro targeting. For pro targeting, realistically, you want to target products where you have a chance. That means products are very new in the market or have very little reviews of higher price than you and then if your budget allows you then you could also start with your automatic campaign from day one usually these campaigns and the structure are going to strictly be dependent on what is your budget because if your budget is higher than the normal in, in your launch scenario you're going to have the freedom to test all the different campaigns from day one right also taking consideration that for sure you keep good track of them and you are going into the relevant search terms. But if your budget is very limited, you want to go uh, first focusing strictly on your manual campaigns and go on the keywords that you know 100% are very important for you to rank organically because if you rank there organically, that means your sales are going to start coming organically, your tacos is going to go down and your business is going to be profitable in the land. I know maybe I'm missing some of the points because Strategy usually for launch is much more complex than that, but I just gave you the high level uh, explanation. If you have any further questions, feel free to drop me a message. We'll be more than happy to go in depth with you. Okay. Awesome. So, next question. Should I have a trademark from the beginning? So, usually I recommend. Uh, All the people ask me should I do a trademark from day one is that yes, and I'm gonna tell you the reason for that I I, I see so many times this mistake happen in the Amazon space and I I feel a lot of people See Amazon as a side hustle and they don't see as a real business, you know, and uh, Number one mistake that is gonna cause you is that it's gonna change your mindset and mindset is everything just as the friend here right so why mindset is everything is because if you condition your mind that this is just a side hustle and i don't have um a basically um i don't have a mission to make it work right and 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 basically i don't make it a must then you you're not going to basically work as hard as you must to achieve things right and this brings me to why i keep getting the the question if i should do tripod or not and why i think you should always do it because if you are seeing this as a business from day one and you understand how business in amazon works in terms of expanding your brand creating defensive mechanisms doing risk mitigation a trademark is a must trademark give you access to important tools tools such as for example brand register brand analytics Uh, for example a opportunity explorer tools Uh, they give you access also to the a plus content give you access to the vine program and uh, amazon live Uh, so many other tools that for sure maybe i'm missing right now but i mean you get so much more just by having a trademark so i understand it's an extra cost but guys this is a business you need to understand that you need to go this seriously and you can just think okay trademark i'm just gonna do it to work because I'm telling you, if you go in an Amazon business with the mindset, if it works, I do that. You're gonna struggle because it's just the way the mind works. If, if you don't put yourself a must that this should work and a your business, you're gonna find it very difficult. So definitely see as a serious business from day one. And if this is a serious business, trademark is a must regardless. So you should have that protection for your brand and you should have access from day one or as soon as possible, Those to those extra tools, which give you an immense advantage when it comes to data and also featuring within the Amazon platform, okay? Awesome, so the next question of the day is, what tackles should I be aiming so the tacos to be honest is going to strictly be dependent on what is your st- a strategic a plan when it comes to your brand and, and your product launch but i would say usually you're going to have three case a uh, three uh, scenarios right you're going to have the the launch pr- process then you're going to have basically a uh, the optimization process and then you're going to have this uh Basically, the profit phase, right? So usually during the launch phase, realistically, the tacos can go from I would say from fifty percent all the way to hundred fifty percent. I mean, realistically, this again a big range, but it's gonna depend on what is your allowance in budget and what uh, your product can withstand when it comes to expenses, right? So usually that's the range at the beginning. You the end goal, guys, is not profitability, It's not tacos. The end goal is ranking. Because without ranking, you can be making a ton of profit from day one, but after deploying all that capital and then you're remaining with that capital to keep investing. If the only way for you to make profit from day one was because you were investing so heavily in advertising, once that um, basically flow cash flow ends, you're going to have a huge dip if you are not focusing on ranking on the main keywords and the keywords are huge for you. So focus on organic ranking. If you do that, I can guarantee you that the long-term tackles will come by itself, right? So you're going to have the initial phase, which is launch. Again, 50 to 150%. That's usually what you're aiming for. Then you're going to come down to what we call optimization phase when you start really consolidating your campaigns, your data. Uh, Usually that's going to happen after the second month, third month. Usually you start aiming there between 20 and 50% tackles, right? That's where you start cleaning everything up and, and consolidating in making sure you're being as efficient as possible. And the last is a basically phase of tackles, usually within five to six months. It's where you focus on profitability, right? Profitability is then where you're aiming already on a tackles between, I would say, a 7 to 15% and this is where you go very good that in making sure you have been super super efficient on your campaigns this is the phase where you're not testing something new you're going just on, on on things that have been validated for the last six months and you go into the phase of just making sure you double down on what has been working and remove the rest okay so that's usually how i see it again this is not a one it's a template that you're going to use for every single product or niches because as we all know competition it's different from niche to niche, it's different from country to country. So this is just a, a, an initial example you can use and then you can use that to adapt it to your specific product. I get the error that my UPC does not match the product I want to list, why? Yeah, so this error, uh, we're getting actually this concern lately that people buy the the, the UPC on GS1, right? The buy it they put the brand name and then they go to Amazon, they put the UPC code and they get the error that the UPC is not assigned to the brand name and, and the product you want to list. Usually this pro- issue happens first because you're trying to do it like just after buying the UPC, co- uh, the UPC code, sometimes you wait 24 hours to make sure the system is refreshed. And the second thing is most likely maybe you're using the, you are typing the brand name wrong. So remember when you're typing a brand name, on your listing, where you're creating a listing is capital sensitive and space sensitive, right? So that means just a single letter that is a, basically high caps, right? Or as spacing or a dot or whatever is not going to make sure the system to connect with the GS1 system and check that the brand name used to register the UPC code is the same. And you're going to get generated uh, an error. So make sure that's the same. If you know 100% is that's. Working fine. Try to upload the listing with a flat file. Sometimes flat file can allow you to basically overwrite this error because sometimes the system try this error regardless of having everything correct. If that doesn't work, then you need to uh, proceed to what we call customer support and try to scale this case uh, with Amazon, try to get a solve, okay? Awesome. So how to size product with high search volume keywords. Yeah, so this is a tricky one. Um, when you have a product, you have a, a, a lot of high search volume keywords, usually you're going to encounter yourself that you don't know what to prioritize, right? Because you have so many important keywords that we know for a fact that they're important based on the research, based on the search volume, relevancy, everything, that your budget uh, can be difficult to divide among all these search, um, all these keywords, right? So the first thing that you need to do to avoid one of the huge mistakes I see every single time is put all these campaigns on, all these keywords, sorry, on this on a single campaign. That's a super bad mistake. <laughs> Why? If you put 10, 15, 20 keywords with a huge search volume, most likely one or two are going to take all the budget, the rest is going to slip. They're going to know nothing, right? And the other bad thing of doing that is that as you start getting data and as you start understanding how the the placement plays a big role on when it comes to the performance of your campaigns, you're going to have a very difficult time to then segmentating which placement is working fine for which keyword and you're not going to have a huge, a big control on that, right? So the best thing that you can do, make sure that you create maximum campaigns between one and three keywords. Realistically, I want to keep it between two, one and two and then that is gonna like first of all to segmentate key, a budget at the keyword level second of all you're gonna have the control of the placement that means one keyword per campaign you can control the placement strictly to that keyword and then the third thing is that you're gonna have a uh, quick glance as soon as you jump into your account which keywords are performing which keywords are not And instead of struggling to find out which keyword is not performing among 20, 30 keywords in the single campaign, you're going to have that at the keyword level, and it's going to be much, much simpler when it comes to optimization. So make sure you take search volume as part of your, basically, campaign structure, and use it to segment test your campaigns based on that. Great. How should I divide budget between sponsor, products, brands, and display? So usually the the percentage I like to use is around 70, 80% 80 around sponsored products. And then the remaining 20-30% between brands and display. The reason for that is very simple. Sponsored products is usually the one that's going to give you the biggest conversions in terms of sales and profitability. Sponsored brands and sponsored display are more for creating brand awareness, creating the highlight effect, creating impressions. It's more for creating the initial intent to purchase, right, than converting people that already has an intent to purchase. So usually you're going to see less results with brands and displays. Regardless you should always always have them because if you're looking to build a brand If you're looking to build a name a presence on Amazon these two other uh, campaign times are key But however, most of the budget should uh, be used for sure on the sponsor prototype of campaign Awesome, so let's see which question we're going to hear how to get ranking after going out of stock Yeah, this one uh, first of all don't go out of stock guys. I mean going out of stock is It's a huge mistake, Uh, and I know most of the time it's not your fault. I mean, sometimes so many things are happening, and we are experiencing that with the brands we manage. Uh, Supply chain is becoming more tricky, Uh, shipping uh, across the globe is more expensive, some delays, everything that's happening with the situations of the world, all that, we already know that, so... For sure, sometimes it's not fully your fault, but make sure you avoid all costs, right? So there are so many tools out there you can use for this. I mean, there is amazing tools, such as, for example, Eva that allow you to do a stock uh, planning right and you can also do that with your amazon account you can analyze uh, basically your inventory performance and analyze put information around your lead times and amazon allow you to give real-time data around your inventory also helium time i mean there are huge tools out there you can you can basically implement to avoid going out of stock regardless even if you go out of stock You should basically design a strategy to put you on track where you were before, right? So the number one thing you should be doing is you should re-optimize your listing because most likely if uh, you went out of stock and and you then start launching again, you want to make sure that that initial push you're giving to your listing, you're focusing 100% on your main keywords, which might have changed due to that one Two months period you were out of stock or trends were shifting so you want to make sure your listings fully optimized according to the new trends according to the new data once you do that you also want to make sure you go very aggressive with your ppc campaigns you basically want to make sure that you design um, a strong a uh, ppc campaign focusing on your history data and understanding which keywords were performing the best for your product across a uh, history of your campaign go very aggressive those and try to focus on the first month or two in trying to regain organic position and try to focus less on what we call profitability and try to track all your keywords on a daily basis to make sure you get back on track what you were before and eventually if your conversions are on point and you did everything else right you should be getting and uh, hitting uh, the same numbers in the long term so that's usually the method we implement again sometimes we combine this with things such as outside uh, traffic uh other strategies but on the basics usually that's the two main things you should be doing re-optimizing your listing making sure you can change your images if there is an improvement you can do and being very strategic with your ppc and focusing on the keywords that are a must for you to get ranked again awesome uh next question do you recommend top placement or rest of the search um usually this I mean, the, there isn't there isn't a right answer for this. I, I know, and we see all, all that maybe on a daily basis on social media and so that there is for sure placement that behave better than other, and that's just the nature. Top placement, usually you're gonna see 70% of the sales happening there on page one at the top. However, there are some niches where, and some keywords that you may encounter that it perform, perform better on rest of the search or product pages. So this is all about data, guys. There isn't a way for me to tell you just test top placement and go hundred percent on that because realistically, on some keywords, you're gonna kill yourself. <laughs> In that sense, uh, basically, uh, with the amount of budget you're gonna be spending, right? So it's 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 gonna be very difficult to always keep top placement. So the thing that you wanna do. Is that basically you want to make sure that you understand which keywords are performing better at specific placement and then based on the campaign structure, which is what I was explaining earlier. If you have aggressive implementation of keywords and you have your campaigns very well organized, it's going to be easier for you to basically adjust the placement at the keyword level and make sure you take advantage of the placement that is behaving better for your specific keyword. Okay. So hopefully that should answer your question. At the end of the day, it's all about data, guys. So make sure you always have a look into your reports and make sure you take decisions based on that, right? And speculations or whatever you see online because in reality, each product is unique and you need to make sure you follow why your customers and why your market is telling you, okay? Awesome. Um, Let's see which other question we got in here. I think we have a a last question, so um, the question is this one, Uh, does Amazon PPC cost the top from Amazon balance or from my credit card? So yeah, actually this one, um, if you want to take full advantage of uh, taking the spend you're doing on a PPC, make sure you actually attach all your expenses to a credit card. And we actually advise these to our clients. You can use a credit card that basically give you cash back. So there are many payment providers out there that they give you that, or they give you points for traveling or rewards. And if you are spending a big sum of cash on PPC, I mean, we've got clients that they're spending maybe, I don't know, five, ten thousand, right? On, on a single day so huge accounts and if you if you multiply that by a, The amount of points and rewards you can get is is definitely can pay you a lot of trips and thing and, and Benefits to you and your family. So make sure you don't pay the PPC to, with your balance, right? Go through a business credit card and take advantage of those extra points you get for that. Okay? Awesome guys so yeah I think that's everything for today uh answered most of the question we still have some pending questions which I'm going to be covering next week however if there is something uh, that maybe it wasn't clear from the people that just sent these questions feel free to send me a message i'm gonna make sure to go more in depth and clarify your questions also for everybody in here that maybe didn't have the time to ask any question feel free to send them to our website we have a contact from there or through social media pages and we basically put them on backlog to keep covering them on each live session we do with you guys so you can then watch it anytime you want so finally remember that in, on Thursdays, uh, we are actually doing this session also in Spanish, so if you have Spanish friends that maybe want to jump uh, into the Amazon space and they're looking to receive support, and understanding how the Amazon game works, feel free to share that link with them. And finally, uh, remember, tomorrow we're going to be dropping a new episode, so we're going to have a very interesting uh, episode tomorrow, so don't miss it up. And that's it, guys. So. Thank you very much for being here. So remember if uh, you like uh, the content to share it and subscribe, it allows to keep reaching amazing people like you. Wish you an amazing rest of the week and take care guys. Thank you. Bye-bye.
0: Thanks for listening to The E-Commerce Lab by EcomC. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. While you are at it, we would appreciate it if you could leave an honest rating and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen. That will make it easier for others to find out about the show and benefit from it. Want more? Visit our website at www.ecomc.com where you can get your first consultation for free. Or find us on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn at ecomc.